This time it's different, right? It's it's different, isn't it? It's really different? Ah, no, it isn't different. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Crypto Bobby. Hope you're having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. A lot of good things to talk about today. We have Kin slash Kick getting into a battle with the SEC that has a lot of large implications for really anybody who's done an ICO in the past in the United States, as well as for the potential future of ICOs uh, and regulation there as well. Also, we got Liqui shutting down. Uh, Liqui is liquidating. Put on, psh, good one, nope. Uh, and then lastly, we have Link pulling back pretty heavily uh, and want to just talk about that because it's something we talked about a few different, you know, a few days ago, really. And there were a lot of people that were super excited about it. It had gone up three, four hundred percent over the past few months, basically throughout a bear market, really defying gravity. Uh, and then in the past couple of days, uh, we're down about 30 percent. And we can talk just how looking at this scenario as a whole can teach us a lot about, I think, human psychology when it comes to crypt- when it comes to cryptocurrency, as well as how you can just kind of be smarter and better uh, in the industry as a whole. So let's get into all of that and more today. If you are new to the channel, hit that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up button, helps get this video out to as many people as possible. And I really do appreciate that. Uh, And if you're listening on the podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Play, whatever it might be, really do appreciate having you on as well. So hopping into it, this is, I think, really big news that's going rather underreported. And this was uh, came out yesterday, was updated today. And Kick, which is the chat app behind the Kin token, they did a $100 million ICO in September of 2017, raised a bunch of money. Their CEO is Ted Livingston. Uh, they had a report uh, with the Wall Street Journal that came out where they are claiming that the KIN, their token, works as a currency. It is not an unregistered security. Uh, And they are essentially prepared to fight the SEC over possible legal action. So what does that mean? All right, let's let's hop into it real real quick now. So the SEC got in touch with Kick after they did their ICO, uh, and they reached out and said that Kick had indeed violated securities laws, which is a no bueno. You don't want to violate securities laws. Um, Kick responded to the notice last month saying that their ICO actually had no fraud and they the claims that the SEC put forth unjustifiably targeted a company that made substantial efforts in good faith to comply with all existing laws and regulations when selling Kin in 20, September of 2017. So why is this notable? It's just another ICO that you know might be in trouble with the SEC, right? Wrong. Uh, so this is notable for a couple different reasons. Well, the SEC has done something in the past, which is essentially targeting really crappy ICOs that they know that they could really kind of beat up on and set precedent. They set legal precedent through the targeting of, of pretty crappy ICOs that have made some dumb mistakes. Uh, you have Paragon Coin, which was the one where you had um, you know the game and you had like a former Miss Iowa talking about uh, we work for weed uh, and talking about making profits and distributing profits. You had Air Token. Uh, you had Ether Delta as well, which was a decentralized exchange that I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with, but they got nabbed Ether Delta for uh, selling securities, presumably ICO tokens on the platform. Uh, and this is all notable because those were essentially layups. Now, this was the opportunity for the SEC to really get some quick wins against companies that they knew really couldn't 
realistically fight back against the SEC. Now you have Kin by you have Kin Kick, whatever you want to call it, we'll call Kick. You have Kick coming out who did a hundred million dollar ICO. They have very large VC investors uh, in the just in Silicon Valley as well as elsewhere. They also have a top quality legal firm. Uh, and they're coming out and saying, you know what, we're not going to, rather than you know, function like Paragon or like Ether Delta or like Air Token, those companies all settled with the SEC. They said, you know what, we're not going to fight you. We're going to settle. We're going to pay whatever fines. We're going to have to you know, reimburse money or do whatever we got to do. Uh, but we're not going to fight this because we, we just don't think we can win. Kick is saying, hey, we think we can win. Uh, and they literally say, Kick and the Kin Foundation are prepared to litigate and are confident that they will prepare, prevail in court. So they're ready to go to court. They're ready to litigate. And they're basically saying, you know what? We're not going to get bullied into this, which is notable because this is the first large um, ICO or notable ICO that is saying, hey, we'll fight back against this. And why does this matter just in general? Well, it matters because um, if Kick prevails in court and wins that will set a precedent for all the other you know us icos or just uh companies that ico and sold to american investors or whatever it might have been that'll set a precedent for them uh that will provide some level of framework if they lose however that's really bad news um now i don't think that the ico industry as a whole will ever come back to the the 2017 early 2018 heyday i really doubt that will happen but this will be interesting for the existing projects in the space and potentially for future legal framework so i do think this this is a scenario and a situation that is definitely worth watching play out in real time because the implications for what happens are quite legitimate and I do think pretty substantial. Now, in addition to Kick, we have uh, Liqui, which is an exchange. Some of you may have used it. If you got into crypto, let's say in 2018 or late 2017, you probably didn't need to, to ever use it. But say early to mid 2017, this was one of the exchanges that was one of the, the first centralized exchanges typically to list ERC-20 tokens that did ICOs. And they are really closing up shop at this point in time, allowing users to withdraw their funds. I don't, I was trying to find historical volume for Liqui. Right now, the volume is at $70,000 a day, which is, is pretty small. So uh, you would think that a lot of the shutdown simply has to do with the lack of traders on their platform, the lack of people that um, participating in their ecosystem, the lack of money they're making from withdrawal fees and trading fees is probably just not profitable to make money anymore from Liqui. Uh, and, you know, Traders have, have moved on to other places and they've also left the cryptocurrency market in droves. One notable thing about this that I at least like at surface level, and we'll see what ends up happening with this, if, if this is clean or not, but you know, if they're just shutting down, allowing users to withdraw funds and go about their merry way, that's a no harm, no foul thing. It's it's good to see. You know, it's it's a lot better than a lot of times you see these exchanges that aren't making money uh, and they're they're losing money and they're getting hacked and all this crazy shit, and then they end up costing users funds if users are with able to draw everything out that they need to withdraw then this is a you know pat on the back good guy liqui sucks uh really unfortunate to see your business no longer exist anymore essentially but you know the fact that you haven't hurt customers by doing so i think that's that's an admirable thing to see uh another thing that i think we will continue to to watch for is more exchanges, more infrastructure providers really going out of business. This is the longest bear market in crypto. This will be the longest bear market in cryptocurrency history, in my opinion. And 
it is you know there is right now a number of companies that scaled up pretty significantly during the bear market or during the bull market uh, and are not able to keep pace either with with costs with revenue whatever it might be uh, there's going to continue to be a pullback just not in terms of the charts in general but but crypto as a whole too now lastly i want to touch lightly on link here and we've talked about link i think twice in the past week or so link was up three four hundred percent i tweeted about it on let's see if i could pull it up here i tweeted about it on january 22nd at 11 a.m eastern time link at the time was at 15,452 satoshis um so link was mooning it was at the top of a daily green candle it was absolutely crushing it and I said, now might be a good time to take profits, Link Army, sheesh. And by sheesh, I was like, just impressed. Like the fact that Link had done what it had done um, in the middle of a bear market, really from August into January, it had done nothing but but go to the moon. Uh, and that's obviously pretty damn impressive. And there were a lot of people that you know, pushed back on that and said, hey, this is, you know, this is this is a different cryptocurrency. This is something that the token economics of this, the mainnet, uh, everything that's happening with this cryptocurrency, it is different than everything else. And we are not taking profits. I am not taking profits. I'm not taking profits till it's a thousand dollars. Not taking profits till it's five dollars, ten dollars, whatever the hell it might be. I'm not taking profits because this cryptocurrency is different. You know. And there was a lot of, of people pointing to, you know, what happens if you sell Bitcoin at $50? What happens if you sold Ethereum at a dollar, two dollars? Yeah, um, you know, you lost out on a lot of profit. But there's also for every Bitcoin and for Ethereum, there's also a number of other cryptocurrencies that have absolutely skied up and then fallen back massively, significantly, hugely. And this is a really interesting case in just human psychology because as the as crypto prices go up people become more and more and more psychologically attached to their cryptocurrency uh and when it you know when you look at it you buy something and it goes up a hundred you buy something because you have maybe it's a fundamental degree of of conviction in it you think that something about it is is good you have these fundamental beliefs in that cryptocurrency it goes up a hundred percent nothing fundamentally is likely changed about that cryptocurrency but your fundamental feelings about that are now like two, three, four times stronger. Then it goes up 300, 400%. You now think that you are the smartest investor on planet Earth and that this cryptocurrency is never going to go down again. I've been there. I know what it feels like. And I'm sure a lot of you listening have been there as well. Unfortunately, for every, like I said, every Bitcoin and Ethereum, that's probably one out of 100 chances. You are more likely than 99 out of 100%. That's that's my opinion on this. And I think that when you look at something just going up and defying gravity across the market, it is never a bad thing to take profit. It is never, ever, ever a bad thing to take profit. Nobody's ever going, going broke taking profit. And buying something, you know, it's one thing if you got in early and, you know, you're up a few hundred percent, but also buying something when it's up 300, 400, 300 to 400% is absolutely ludicrous in the crypto market. And I would highly not <laughs> advise against doing something like that. And we've seen it, and I don't wanna pick on Link. It happened really quickly with both Grin and Beam, the two Mimblewimble uh, new mineable cryptocurrencies happened really quickly with those. They both basically, you know, two to five X'd and crushed it very quickly. Um, so this is not a point and uh, 
speak badly about Link or anybody that's invested in Link. It's certainly not um, you know, what I'm thinking about. It just goes to show that human psychology is a really important aspect of this. And depending upon where you get in, you know, you could get burned pretty badly. And, you know, from the time I tweeted about it, super big humble brag, it's down 30, 31%. So you want to just always be aware and try to remove the human emotions out of these decisions as much as possible. It's incredibly emotional because there are so few fundamentals. And, you know, Chainlink might be a fantastic project. I think it is a really big need for the industry, you know, having Oracle and ha having Oracles, having data come in from outside of the ecosystem into crypto, uh, into blockchain technology and Ethereum and potentially other blockchains. It's huge. It's massive. But um, you just have to not be afraid to take profits and not be afraid every once in a while to maybe miss out on the next Ethereum at a dollar because, 400% is is pretty damn good and pretty damn feasible, I think, for a freaking wonderful, wonderful investment. So hopefully that provides a little bit of color just as far as my like thought process when I look at that uh, because we have seen a pullback and I do think it is an educational thing. And not only that, but you also have things recently like Hollow, um, Hot, which rocketed up to the moon, absolutely crushed it and was a, uh, you know, was something that was, was pretty massive there as well. So Hopefully you guys enjoyed this video and learned something. Like I said, keep an eye on Kick. Keep an eye on their action with the SEC on any other exchange like Liqui also goes to show Liqui is being seems like, you know, pretty, pretty good and, you know, helpful for their users. But not every centralized exchange might be like that in the future. Something to think about in the long run. Don't keep your crypto on centralized exchanges. Not everybody might not be as helpful as Liqui. And then lastly, taking profits is never a bad thing. Whether it's Link, whether it's Grin, whether it's Beam, whether it's Hot, doesn't matter. Taking profits is never a bad thing. Hope you enjoyed this video. Hit that subscribe button. If you did, hit that thumbs up button. If you really loved it, appreciate the time. Crypto Bobby signing out. Hope you have a good one. Peace.